out with my Air Jordans with my anchor blue jeans. I like to spread my wings when I'm out on the scene. You can break me down on a triple scale beam. The color of the beans that color whipped cream. I wear my Air Jordans with my What's up? This is UFC Unwrapped, member of the Unwrapped Sports Network. I'm Brent Sahadi. I'm Brandon Starkey. Follow us on Twitter at UFC Unwrapped and also at Unwrapped Sports. You can listen on podcast.com and the Pulse Podcast Network. You can find them at pulsepodcastnetwork.com or you can download their app on the Apple Store. Also, you can find us on the Purple Podcast app that is on iOS. It comes with your iPhone, so look us up there. Rate us subscribe to us let us know how you like it in this episode we're going to recap ufc 236 and we're going to break down fight night 149 yes sir let's do it so let's uh, start with the recap wow what a coming main event i must say uh start with the coming event middleweight kelvin gaslam versus israel adesanya can we um, talk about how shitty ESPN Plus is? Yeah, let's actually that go into that real quick. That was a shit show. Fuck ESPN Plus. Um, I missed so many of the fights because I had to get in my car and drive somewhere to get an adapter to use my phone because it wouldn't stream onto the TV. Yeah, it's pretty absurd. I mean, I just don't understand why the UFC wants to go through. It's, it's absurd. I think really a lot is. of people dealt with that problem. Hopefully they so fix too. it before the next pay-per-view. I'm sure they would. They would have it enough time. But I think they should just say fuck ESPN+. Plus. so sad. They should refund everybody's pay-per-view money. Yeah. You missed a ton of fights if, if you didn't have the right converter. And even just to buy the fight. It was hard to buy the fight. Yeah. So like, It shouldn't be hard to give you my money. Right, right. It should be easy. So. Yeah. You're already spending 80 bucks on a fight card. Might as well make it easy as possible. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, middleweight co-main event we're not going to go into the, the the prelim card or the early prelims we're just going to break down the co-main and main event because i feel like those are the only two that really deserve uh the the talking points to, to get into oh, yeah. khalil roundtree i mean if you want to go into that real quick great great job completely dominated anders yeah it was, a, it was a good fight um i took anders in that fight bummer it happens but gaslam versus adesanya what an what an event! I mean, that was one of the best fights I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was phenomenal. That's one of Shout the greatest matchups of all time, too. Yeah, and I'd love to see a I'd love to see a, a rematch down the road. I think it will happen. I oh hope, yeah, I hope it happens. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I mean, look at the rankings. So, Gastelum is fifth, and above him is Jacare, and then Rockhold left. So there's Yoel Romero. Have Kelvin and Yoel fought each other? I don't believe so. That'd be a good fight. Yeah, huh? Yeah. That's the only thing that would make sense. They're the only people in each other's way to get back at the title. Yeah. So maybe if they fought each other, if Gastelum won. That's a tough fight for Gastelum, though. Yoel's a freak. I think Gastelum would take it. What would happen if Romero fought Adesanya? (laughs) Oh, dude. It's just like a... It's kind of a scary fight for Adesanya, no? Yeah, well, you got so much. You got, yeah, and you got someone with so much history in the sport. As and, so many tools. and so many tools. I mean, we did see Adesanya on the ground, though. All that crazy jujitsu stuff he was trying. He was trying to arm triangle. Yeah. And, I mean, against someone like Gaslam, who's not the most highly regarded on the ground, he still has ground game, but we got to see for the first time Adesanya really face some type of adversity, and he handled it well, and it looked good, and the crowd got excited. Mm-hmm. But Romero would probably not handle any of that. He'd be like, hold my beer and tie him up. Yeah. 
ground and pound probably. But on the feet, that'd be interesting. Yeah. But Romero holds his well, own on that's the a, feet. Yeah, man. Romero like, holds his own. Against Whitaker, he he yeah. he tore Whitaker up, man, in both fights. Went after the knee. He dropped Whitaker, hurt him real bad. Mm-hmm. That's a I think it would just come down to stamina with, with that fight, Adesanya versus Romero. The cardio, it would just be huh? the cardio. Because they're both phenomenal athletes, it would come down to cardio. And I guess at the end of the day, just who can strike better? And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, who can. Gaslam, though, man, hell of a fighter, hell of a performance on both ends. Adesanya deserved that win. He. I. I I couldn't imagine being so fucked up in that fifth round and still landing as many significant strikes as Adesanya landed. Yeah. He was connecting on almost every punch that he was throwing. And they were solid hits. It, it wasn't he wasn't wasting energy. He was striking Yeah, really technical, technical calculated so, strikes. Exactly. He didn't just throw to throw. Yeah. Which he never really does. No, no, but it was just it was great to see. You'd think, you know, he was so dazed at that point. You see his face after that fight? Oh, yeah, he looked shit, like he was dude. allergic to something. Yeah, he looked like he got season. stung by a thousand bees in the <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Look, so this fight was really important for me because, as I've said in the past episodes that we've broken down an Adesanya fight, I kept saying his chin was suspect because of that KO that he underwent in 2017. And, you know, we saw his chin hold up. Mm-hmm. We saw him face that kind of adversity. He went up against a heavy hitter like Gaslam. He got dropped, and he came back, and he won. So here on out, you're not going to hear me say anything about that 2017 KO. Um, I forgive him for that now. <laughs> and now we know he got a chin. It's not suspect. It makes him scarier than ever. I really wouldn't doubt him anymore. I yeah. just think that against Whitaker, it's kind of a different animal, man. If yeah. Whitaker comes back healthy, the thing is he always that's, has a surgery after right, the fight. Right, I was going to say that's the thing. Is is Whitaker going to ever come back healthy again? I mean, we've seen Whitaker go through a lot of shit. He fights when he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything about it. No. So. But, I mean, time will tell all. And that fight will happen. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about Adesanya and Jones' beef? Yeah, so Adesanya called out Jones. He... Well, minimally. So, so Adesanya came out and talked shit about Silva and said he took down yeah. one goat and he's hunting for another, you know, and, and Jones did not take that well. Jones and Silva are, are very good friends. Jones came at Adesanya and said, pretty much, shut the fuck up. Like, you aren't shit. I'll beat your ass. Make you call me daddy by the third round. <laughs> I love that shit. You know it's true though, dude. You you can't you can't talk smack on a on an OG like Silva, um, and and call out essentially call out Jones through that that smack talk. Jones Jones would destroy Adesanya. I I, I right now at least. I, mean, I think it just doesn't even make sense. No, Adesanya needs a few more fights in him before he can even consider taking on John Jones. And even at that point, I think Jones will still destroy him. But right. it is what it is. Israel Adesanya is young. He'll, he probably learned a big lesson through that smack talk that you you know you pipe down when you're talking to an OG in the sport. And I want to see Kamaru Usman versus Adesanya. Like if Usman decided to go up in weight. Yeah. Ooh. That would be sick. Yeah. That that would be sick. Mm-hmm. That would be a good fight. Man, I'm excited for his future. He's not that young though. He's like 29, turning 30. So he does have. Some years ahead of him, but he's not like a young, young dude. Yeah. He's older than Whitaker, too. Yeah, he is. Let's go into uh, Holloway and Poirier. 
Dustin Poirier. Man, that I told you. Crazy. I told you so. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was about to fire Starkey. Yeah. Right before the fight started, he took Poirier. And I stood my ground with Holloway. I said he was too good. I said he does everything better. I said his cardio is better. He throws too much. His volume would be too much for Poirier to handle. And, man, Poirier really, really showed himself. He left everything out there. He said in an interview after the fight that he had 25 minutes to make life fair, and he did. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's cool. Um, dude, with that fight, it was fucking blow after blow, and both guys were just throwing great shots. The thing with Poirier's is if you watch the fight, it almost looked like Poirier's were landing so much more significantly to Holloway than Holloway's. Way more power. Holloway was hitting Poirier, and it just looked like it was just kind of, you know, it would definitely... Holloway was touching him. Like Holloway was touching him, touching, touching, touching. And Poirier's, when he was landing those strikes, it looked like it was doing work damn. on Holloway. And not to say that Holloway can't handle it, because Holloway can fucking handle some hits, dude, like like we've seen for for fights in the last, you know, however long, six, seven years, we've seen Holloway take hammer hits. But for some reason, Poirier's, I feel like it was just at that weight class. I think that Holloway... It didn't transfer. It didn't transfer. No. The, in, in 145, those hits would have landed and, and shook somebody the fuck up. But for Poirier, it just didn't, it didn't shake him. It did not shake him. He's been there. Him. And, you know, like, I didn't really take into consideration that Poirier ran through people like Gaethje and Alvarez. Right I, right, I just, I mean, I saw it, obviously, but I didn't really take it into consideration. Holloway needs to stay at 145. I don't want to see him at 155 again. I was really excited about, like, a potential Holloway versus Khabib matchup. But now I'm really excited to see, like, a Poirier-McGregor rematch. Mm-hmm. Or that, even, or even Poirier-Ferguson. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Well, what's yeah? Poirier's one, Ferguson two. If Khabib doesn't come and fight anytime soon, well, I mean, I I was looking on Twitter today and Poirier was saying, um, I'll be back, I'll be ready to fight you in September. So you know, so it's up to Khabib. It's up to and Khabib agrees. Khabib's ready. Yeah, he wants that fight. Khabib wants that fight. Yeah. Well, I think it's an easy win for Khabib to be honest. If we want to get it's into that real like quick, I think something about Khabib's style is, I mean, it's. It's beautiful to watch, but it's also just so unpleasant. He just smothers you. He he gets you down. He ties your legs up. Yeah, he just smothers and you. Smothers you, and it's almost unfair. It's like a cheat code. That's yeah. why I'd almost rather see Poirier Ferguson. Because that'd be a hell of a fight. That'd be that'd be something the fans want to see. Exactly. No one wants to watch Khabib fight, dude. Fuck Khabib. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta admit the the McGregor fight was interesting though. Like to see. Connor get dropped on the feet by a guy who was yeah. only supposed to wrestle him. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so what's next for Holloway? Back to 145? Yeah, it's just who. You know, because I think Aldo and Volkanovski have a fight scheduled. Um, I mean, it really only makes sense to take the Frankie Edgar fight at this point. Mm-hmm. He's been dodging Frankie for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Frankie's wanted that fight. It's the only fight that makes sense. Yeah. Holloway, Edgar, and... It'd be a good fight. We'll see. Aldo versus Volkanovski. I don't know where Ortega is. Where he's is he He's drinking been? Modelo on the beach, dude. Yeah, he's chilling, man. Yeah, he's he's taking his time. So if Edgar gets the Holloway fight, then Magomed Sharapov goes where? Moicano? 
That's cool yeah, too. That'd yeah, that'd be a good fight. But I think Magomed Sharapov versus Ortega would be sick. Yeah. It's just, we don't even know where Ortega's at right now. We haven't heard much of him. He hasn't made any noise recently no. at all. He's just doing his, his thing, dude, yeah. promotions and stuff. I don't know. 145's got some potential killers, though, dude. Yari yeah, Rodriguez. People just, forget about him. He's down there. He's 12th. Cubby is still 10. Yeah, I, I feel like we're going to hear more about that in the, in, the, in the month or two to come because, you know, after 236, it's kind of everything's going to get figured out here pretty soon. Yeah. Dana is going to come out with some big news, I, I feel like, in the next month or so. Oh, he has to. Yeah. He has to figure something out, right, to keep us interested? Yeah. Jeremy Stevens versus Ciara Rodriguez would be interesting, too. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. That'd be a good one. I want to just see Zabit get worked. What's up with you and Russians? Man? I just, I, I'm over. I'm it. over the Russians. You're not having I'm it. I'm over the Russians. Speaking of Russians, let's get into uh, fight night in Russia, Mother Russia. So we got one fight night, 149 in um, the Yubileni Sports Palace. Uh, you can find it on ESPN Plus. Good luck. You might not be able to find it, but if you do find it, it'll be on ESPN Plus. <laughs> um, all right. Let's just do uh, co-main and main event. Yeah. It's not a huge card, guys. We're on these on these fight nights. We're gonna just basically break down the co-main and main event. Um, so with the co-main event, we got the lightweight Islam Makachev versus Armand Tesserkayan. Tazarukian. Yeah, whatever, dude. Tiz yeah. Tazarukian. Try, man. Get <laughs> some culture in you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very cultured. You guys didn't know Brandon is white. <laughs> not like, not like those people who aren't really white, white, and market on their forms when they have to choose a race. Like he's white. <laughs> he's white. I create my own bubble. <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's do uh he's like wow. seriously white <laughs> Shut up. pale man he's wearing a white shirt right now and yeah. <laughs> can't uh, even tell the difference yeah oh yeah um you're white as shit dude. <laughs> all right so we have shit dude so fight goes the distance between you want to say their names then cultured boy Islam Makachev and Armand Sarukian. So we have Sarukian. Fight goes the distance is plus 100. Fight won't go the distance is minus 150. Makachev wins inside the distance, minus 120. So it's a pick him on those. So all we, I mean, I just say bet the fight straight up. Armand is plus 225. Islam is minus 350. And that's a that's a pretty big spread. That's something that catches my eye as is something where you can make money out. Brent, what's their what's their stats at? Well, so Armand's a kid. He's twenty two, and he's thirteen and one. He lost to this guy, Alexander Belik, in two thousand fifteen by KO. Rematched him a year later and won by first round submission. So maybe not take it into account that KO. Who knows? Like it could be a same. 
situation as Adesanya's KO and it not really meaning anything after that. And same with Dustin Poirier getting KO'd by Michael Johnson and it really not affecting him after that. Because he went on like a nine-fight tear after that KO. And impressive tear too. I mean, right after he lost, he got a first-round KO, second-round Anaconda choke, another TKO, guillotine choke, rear naked choke, rear naked choke, rear naked choke, couple decisions, spinning back kick to the body and punches stoppage in the third round, head kick KO. He's exciting. Mm. He's exciting, but he's going up against Islam Makachev, who we've seen him neutralize a lot of different kinds of styles. He's a great wrestler, and he holds his own on his feet, too. He KO'd Gleason Tebow, who years ago went to decision with Khabib and arguably beat him. What was his one loss? UFC 192. Adriano Martins lost by TKO. TKO. But after that, he beat Chris Wade, Nick Lentz, Gleison Tebow, and Cajun Johnson. Mm. I think it's going to be a closer fight than people think, but I probably have to go with Islam on this one. I think his wrestling yeah. is just going to be insane. I don't think it's so. Do you you take you take Islam minus three fifty? Do you take it within the distance or won't go the distance? Uh, I'll take it to the distance. Yeah, I'll say, distance, I'll say it goes to decision, 100. yeah. Okay. So, okay, I like that. You know me and my underdogs, so plus 225, dude, that's something I just throw 20 bucks on and, and see how it plays. And these are two hell of fighters, dude. This isn't like some chump versus, you know, this isn't a... And well, you Armand's know, like, got some wins, dude. He's, yeah, he's but the no thing is, joke. is like, I can really see this fight going only to the second round if the wrestling makes a huge difference. Like, if we see Islam take him to the ground in the first and control, like, in, in top position for three minutes, it's going to be really bad. Like, yeah. it could be a second-round TKO okay. with Islam on top, yeah. All right. So there you guys go. Minus, er, minus 350 Islam, plus 225 Armand. Um, I don't know if that'll get closer in the next day and a half, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna go with underdog Armon TKO. All right. Second round. I hope you're right. I think it'd be good for him, dude. I mean, he's he's three and one in the UFC, and Armon's five and one in the UFC. So. I don't remember any of these kids' fights, but hey, man, we'll see how it goes. I hope he gets the win. It'll yeah. be a great push in his career for sure. I agree. Because Islam has a pretty big name, just yeah. because of his relationship with Khabib. Yeah. And this I guess he's be, pretty good at fighting, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the main event. Ooh, this is tough for me. This is real tough for me because, all right, so right now we got Alexi Olenek plus 180. Overeem is minus 260. Dude. I feel like it should be closer than that. Overeem is a hell of a fighter. Olenek is a hell of a fighter. They both have, dude... Olenek is 57 and 11. 45 submission wins. With, and Overeem is 44 and 17. Like, think about that, guys. Like, that... What are these guys, 70 years old? Like, that is so many fights. Yeah. So many fights. That's like, that's like three or four fights a year. In their you careers. Know, like, like, we, haven't, we haven't seen in eight years. We haven't seen... Alexi get KO'd on the feet. He got TKO'd by Curtis Blades, but that's because Curtis took him down. And right. his wrestling's insane. And he did the same thing to Overeem. 
So if Alexi can do his thing on the feet, neutralize the striking of Overeem, which is not going to be easy. Even if Overeem gets him down, Alexi's jiu-jitsu is good enough to that's, submit him from the bottom. That's what I'm saying. So I think I think you got to really look at these odds. And in, and even this, second uh, second round starts is minus 170, ends in the first round is plus 120. Overeem wins inside distance is minus 200. Any other outcome is plus 140. I don't think anyone's been knocked out as much as Overeem in like, MMA history. Yeah. I I would take any other outcome plus 140. And I'm going to take Olenek plus 180. Yeah, I'll take him too. I think that I he think will, he'll do his thing. If it if it gets yeah. to the ground, cool. The, the only thing that's scary is Overeem's so experienced that he's not going to get tired. Like, this thing goes to the third round. Like, it, he's not going to be tired. And I don't know where... Alexi will be in the third round, like having to constantly fiend off the pressure of Overeem, who's just right. gonna probably be walking him down. Right. I don't know, man. Like, I'll, my my gut says Overeem will probably knock him out in like the late second or early third, but my heart wants Alexi to win this fight by probably anaconda choke or an I feel Ezekiel like it, choke. I feel like the only way Alexi wins this is if it's a it's if it's a submission. Submission, yeah. But hey, it's like. He can do it. It's not unrealistic. Yeah. What are the odds for Alexi by submission? Do you have props on uh, that? I do not have any props on that. Look it up real quick. Do you have Bookie up? I don't have that. I don't know if the props will be up yet. That might come on fight day. Check that out. And also, we, we do other sports, guys. So if you're into basketball, we got playoffs right now. Check out our check out our website. And um, we got a bunch of other people that are running podcasts on every other sport. So... If you guys are true degenerate betters like myself, check us out. There are a couple of fights, though, on the prelims to keep you guys interested. Which one do you want to go into? I don't really want to go into it, but there is the Christoph Jotko guy who was a huge prospect at yeah. first. He didn't end up doing that well in the UFC, but he's going up against a guy, Alan Amadovsky, who's 8-0 with eight TKOs and KOs combined. And Amadovsky's plus 140. So that's just going to be a, a great fight to watch for entertainment, pure entertainment. And then there is, where is that? Mar Marcin Tybora and Shamil Abdurakimov. I got it. I still got it. Cool, dude. Sounded good. That's a good heavyweight fight, man. <laughs> Even odds, too. Is it? Pick them? I really hope it doesn't go to decision, but it, it might, man. It might. I just hope it doesn't. What fight is that one? Marcin Tybura, Shamil Abdurakimov. Okay, I got I got Tybura minus 160. I'll take Shamil. Shamil's plus 110. Submission. What do you have on Bookie? Plus 120 for Shamil, minus 150. Okay, so yeah. Which is pretty spot on. Cool. So what cards do we have after this? Fight Night 150... Fight night one fifty. Oh, that's okay, Salazar. So that's Hermanson. where we see Jacare versus Hermanson. Man, Greg Hardy. Yeah. Dana does not give up on this guy. No, he doesn't. I love it. Ah, why I is he a co-main over dude. Cowboy Oliveira and Mike Perry? That's what I'm saying. Wow, wow. And then Lineker Corey Sandhagen. That's an amazing fight. I even like Perry's gonna win that fight. fight. Perry's gonna win that fight. Over Oliviera? Mm -hmm. No, nah, not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. Perry wins that. Not a chance. What are the odds on that? <laughs> I love Perry. No, Oliviera submits him. Clean. 
And then we have Fight Night 151. Ooh. Ooh, Donald. We got Cowboy back, dude. I like Quinta. Perry just got married. I mean, uh, yeah, he just got married, didn't he? Yeah, Mike Perry just got married, like, really? randomly, out of nowhere. Same girl he's broken up with, like, 10 years? Yeah, he's okay. got, they just got married. Okay. Pretty cool. Congrats. Story of my life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Arlovsky's on that card, too. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And then we got Cowboy versus Ale Quinta. Cub Swanson. Ooh, dude, this is actually going to be a good ESPN Plus night. 151, huh? Yeah, and then we got 237, which I'm fucking stoked for. We got your lady coming in for the main event. Rosie. Good old Rose. Good old Rose versus Andraj. Anderson Silva. Gonna take that one. Aldo versus Volnovsky. That'd be a good one. I don't know, dude. I'm not too too stoked about the next like what? That's May. I'm not too stoked until 238. 238's gonna be sweet though. Cejudo. Oh, but no, nah, man, these cards are stacked. I don't know, dude. Just no, no. Some of these cards are stacked. It's just going to be pretty... But in terms of betting, it's just going to be pretty pretty pick em. Fight That's night, good, though. Yeah. That's fight good. Night one, fight Night 153 is going to be sweet, too, actually. Anthony Smith versus Gustafson. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, Take yeah, it yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Crowder. I think Moraes is going to humble Cejudo so hard at 238. No. You have no Cejudo idea. Cejudo wins that. No. Fired. <laughs> so who doesn't win that fight? All right, so thanks for tuning in again. This is UFC Unwrapped, member of the Unwrapped Sports Network, and you can find us on podcast.com and pulsepodcastnetwork.com and also on the Purple Podcast app that comes with your iPhone. Please subscribe, please rate us, please comment your opinions, and follow us on Twitter at UFC Unwrapped. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We out. We out. Enjoy the way my